AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey, yo, what's up? Future me breaking in with some breaking news. It's future me still past, y'all. I call myself trying to finish all these episodes before the holidays coming in. Uh, so this is pre-Christmas when I'm making this. So I call myself trying to like, you know what I'm saying, get everything done for the holidays. But I be forgetting <laughs> how quick the news be moving. So check this out. Today is, what's today? December 14th. Like, see how early I, I see how ahead of the game I am? Nigga, the, the, the text messages is leaking. Listen, dog. These... <laughs> These Trump folks, y'all don't, y'all don't know what the hell you doing. <laughs> Nigga, Sean Hannity texted. Laura Ingram texted. Nigga, Donald Trump Jr. texted this nigga like, hey, dad, pop, Trump, Mr. President, nigga, say something. They was texting Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows is who this... Remember I talked about him earlier and this, they was texting this nigga like they all knew. But here's the thing. We all knew that they all knew. This was trying to tell, they all scared of Trump. They was trying to tell this nigga like, yo, you need to tell these fools. Uh, this don't look good, my G. That boy Trump like it though. He ain't do nothing. Even his own son was like, that. Uh <laughs> nigga. You got to tell them to stop, which again makes us all know because they knew there was one person that could start it and there was one person that could stop it. But then again, y'all knew that too. So with these fools being like, yo, this is privilege. Yo, hold me in contempt because, right, look, don't look. I'm pleading the fifth 
Nigga, cause we know you do, cuz. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right, Anyway, hood politics. Honestly, the hardest part of this episode was figuring out which phrase I'm going to use to give us an inroad to what I want to talk about, because there's a few nuances in the meanings of each of these things. You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody say, hey, hey, say that to my face. And nowadays, you you, you know, you talk about like these net bangers, you know what I'm saying? These fools that be hard online, but they won't ever pull up in person. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when you say, hey, 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 why don't you, why don't you bring that? That's another thing you say, hey, bring that same energy when I see you. You know what I'm saying? When I pull up on you, I want to see that same energy. Now, what was all that you was talking online? You know what I'm saying? So that's basically, it's like, okay, you, you know, you really scared. You, you talking real big right now, but we know you actually a coward. And it's a challenge to be like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Say what you mean. Say what you said then. Tell, tell him what you were saying online. Tell me, you know what I'm saying? And say it to my face is basically like I'm challenging you. You was talking real hard behind my back, but you too scared to say it in front of me because you know I'm a fire on you. But one of the greatest gifts that has been given to the culture, y'all can feel however you feel about the phrase, the culture, you know what I'm saying? But one of the greatest gifts was given to us was by the homie Kevin Hart. When he gave us his Uncle Richard Jr., when he got out of jail, say it with your chest, little ass nigga. <laughs> Saying something with your chest. Say it with your whole chest. That that means you got to say it like you mean it. At least that's what he think it means. <laughs> that's still one of the greatest stand-ups Kevin has ever given us. Say it with your chest. Let's talk about the former DOJ official Jeffrey Clark talking about I ain't coming to testify and the January 6th committee being like, come out here and say it with your chest. Bring that energy to my face. Hood politics, y'all. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, happy Kwanzaa, because that's the only holiday I recognize. Nah, I'm just playing. I'm I'm down for any of them. You get a day off work. Anyway, man, listen, today there's going to be quite a vocabulary list for you to understand what's happening. And I tell you, watch this. Once I tell you the vocabulary, like if you if you from the city, it, then you're going to understand exactly what's happening right here. Because once you know what they mean by these phrases you like oh i see i see what's happening here all right so i'm gonna touch tell y'all what it means to be held in contempt of court or contempt of congress and tell you what it means about something to be privileged information and what it means to plead the fifth they all mean something and you know there's a way that you can when it comes to testifying before congress just get him a written letter or do an interview without having to officially testify. Because once you officially testify, that's, that's a whole different story, right? And you can say, there's a lot of ways to not answer a question. That's what I'm going to get into. One way is to be like, y'all, this is, this is privileged information, whether it's attorney client, whether it's, uh, you know, you're a psychologist, you know what I'm saying? Or it's like in, in that, a counselor, that situation, or it's like you worked for the president, so it's executive privilege. And I don't have to tell you this because... It's an issue of security. I ain't got to tell you. 
which is very different than being like, I plead the fifth, but we're going to get into all that. But let's back up. So I'm going to talk to you about a few dudes who was basically like, man, why don't y'all sit down somewhere? You know, you ain't going to do nothing. Like, look, fall back, have several seats. Y'all ain't going to do nothing. Quit asking me because if you asking, I ain't coming. I don't care. Bring your, send your goons. I'm not coming. I ain't scared of y'all. Come to the hood. Come get me then. There's a couple dudes that are like that. And I'm going to go through each of those. It's this this was going to be fun. Like, I just, I'm about to have fun right now. Because these, these fools be a ratchet. So we've talked about this committee before, the January 6th committee, trying to decide, well, not decide, trying to really investigate, get their brain around what the hell happened and how did we let this happen on our watch um, as far as the insurrection, the siege on the uh, the Capitol. Who's really in charge? Who was calling the shots? Who knew what was going down? Why y'all ain't do nothing? Did you know this was going to happen before it was going to happen? Did you orchestrate this happening? And... Once it was going down, was you helping? And why do you, why the hell you think this is okay? Cause y'all out here talking about, man, y'all ain't gonna do shit. And, you know, I, I think if they do, we've talked about this before, if they do, it's gonna be something very light, right? But some folks in the committee is like, no, nah, nigga, I ain't letting that shit ride. Y'all almost had us killed. I know your attitude about this is like, man, y'all not gonna do shit. But like, look, let me show you what we finna do. Word? Come catch my fade. There's some people on the January 6th committee that's like, oh, oh, I'm not. Okay, come say it to my face then. I ain't going to do nothing. All right, bet. Come say it to my face. All right, bet. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the fools is like that. Okay, bring that same energy here. Come say it to me. So they asking questions like, all right, who was there? Who knew? Who didn't know? How can we hold y'all accountable for some of this? Which, as y'all know, again, if you, I mean, you can watch, just watch a movie. You ain't even got to be from the city to know. Just watch a movie. You know, uh, foot soldiers move when they told to be moved. Somebody called a shot. Somebody gave a green light. And remember, we talked about this a long time ago. Like, I mean, clearly that was a green light. What, what, <laughs> what old Trumpy did. Like, that nobody misinterpreted that mug. You can say it as vague as you want, but nigga, that was a green light. You know what I'm saying? But you know old Trumpy ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. Or maybe he is, and I just don't know. Maybe he's just playing this game like this. But the point is, you gotta have executioners. You gotta have doers. You gotta have you gotta have the, you know, shooters, if you will, the person that's gonna go make it happen after you call the shot, right? That 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 pulls off the logistical parts of these situations, which which is normally your staff. You know what I'm saying? So we need to start talking to the staff. Cause like Fam, you mean to tell me, look, look, because here's 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 the two options. I think we may have brought this up before. Either you knew exactly what was going down and you let it go down. You saw it was happening and you ain't stop it because you liked it, which means what we all thought, which is this man is a madman and is not fit for office. That man is so selfish that he willing to burn his own vice president for this mug. He'll burn the whole city down if he can't have it. Like that's that's what that means. Or. You so soft, you so not a boss, you have no control over these people and they do what the hell they want to do. 
and you couldn't have stopped them. Means you created a monster and you ain't the boss you trying to tell us you are because they done, did, they done took matters in their own hands and you can't stop them. You ain't even know what they was doing. You, don't even, you ain't even got your hood in check. Them niggas don't listen to you. They do what they want. You, I mean, these are the only two options. So the January 6th committee is trying to figure out, okay, which one is it? So there's a couple heads they asked to come in to make some statements. Steve Bannon, we'll get to him. Mark Meadows, we'll get to him. And Jeffrey Clark, which is the one made made me decide, okay, yeah, we need to do an episode about this. Maybe because he used to work for the Department of Justice. So, like, I just think this is such an interesting story. And it's so hood. So he asked them to come make make some statements. Now, let's get into this vocabulary. All right? Let's take a break, though, and hear, hear some uh, headlights. Slaps. I can't believe I said it like that because I just think it's funny. Slaps. All right, hood politics. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Here we go. That's a banger, wasn't it? Nicest move. That's the coldest white boy on the earth right there. Uh, anyway, I'm talking about headlights. Anyway, when the Congress puts together a committee, they're investigating something. And now, granted, they can't necessarily put you in jail, but they could recommend jail, right? Uh, unless you start act, unless you start tripping. You know what I'm saying? Because remember, the Congress is not a court. 
the, the, the courts are courts, right? But they could be like, hey, uh, unless they hold you in contempt, in which case that's a misdemeanor. You understand what I'm saying? So when the Congress is investigating something or trying to do something, they have the absolute right. Well, not absolute. I don't want to say it like that, but they have because that invokes something else. But anyway, they have a right to tell you to be like, hey, you need to come talk to us because we're trying to figure this thing out. So then they send, which similar to court, they send a subpoena, right? A subpoena is like, yo, you got to appear in court. You got to come testify, right? And there's some nuances I want to get get in get in between between like testifying and interviews. Uh, being interviewed or asked some questions is different than like giving your like your statement. Like that's a, it's it. There's a lot to it. Look, just don't get in the just just don't get in the system so that you ain't got to worry about none of this, right? So anyway. Um, when they ask you to come, you know, they expect you. Obviously, you got to tell the truth. You got to uh, do what you got to do. But sometimes you could be like, nigga, I ain't coming. And then the Congress could decide, like, uh, do you have a good reason to not come? And if you don't, they could do something called holding you in contempt, specifically contempt of Congress. Now, I'm going to give you there's a thing called the Legal Information Institute. It's like an open source, open access law since 92. So you can. You can, uh, if you want some like legal definitions from stuff, you can go find that. It's it's super helpful, right? Um, it's at a, uh, it's part of Cornell. So contempt of Congress, I'm going to read to it. So check this out. Contempt of Congress is when an individual intentionally interferes with a congressional action. Congress has the power to restrain such individuals from interfering with those actions. It's a form of contempt uh, similar to contempt of court right now check this out i'm gonna read some more congress abilities to hold individuals in contempt who interfere with its duties is considered an implied power of legislature the u.s supreme court summarized this principle in 1917 in a case called uh, marshall versus gordon stating in virtue of the grant of legislative authorities there will be power implied to deal with contempt insofar as Authority was necessary to preserve and carry out the legislative authority given. That is, although the federal constitution does not explicitly provide the Congress the power to hold individuals in contempt, such power is considered implied because without it, Congress would not effectively be able to carry out its duties. That makes sense. So there's no like written, like explicit law that says you could do this, but it's understood. It's like, nigga, how are we going to do our job if I have no way of holding you accountable for not giving us a testimony? You follow me? Now, the question is, OK, so Congress say, court say you're held in contempt. It's like, nigga, and OK, what does that mean? You feel me? It's almost like getting a getting a a, a ticket from them uh from them intersection cameras. Nigga, and. Okay, so you can, <laughs> I'm gonna show up in court. Well, okay, so if I'm gonna show up in court to pay this ticket or to, or to fight this ticket, there wasn't no arresting officer. Y'all not gonna collect this money. What if I just don't pay? I ain't got it. So, nigga, and you know, what I'm I, I may have just gave y'all game. That's why they took the the camera, the cameras out of the intersections in California because there's no way to collect. Because I'm like, nigga, I'm just I didn't get it. It didn't come in the mail. I don't know what happened. Like you, you can't hold me accountable for it. <laughs> so. 
What does it mean once you're held in contempt? What happens to you? Well, as of now, it's a misdemeanor, which means you could either get uh, a $1,000 fine. So it's like, okay, cool, break, you know, pay the fine. And <laughs> 12 months in prison. Nigga, you could go to jail for a year. <laughs> like, they, okay, so there's that. When you held in contempt. You can fight the contempt. I mean, but like, you know, good luck, my nigga. In other words, it's like, hey, let me holler at you right quick. Hey, let me ask you a question. And you like, nigga, I ain't coming. And you're like, oh, words, you ain't coming? All right, homie, here's your listen. Oh, you gonna come. And you like, nigga, come get me then. <laughs> And then they pull up on you. <laughs> That's what happens. It's like, oh, you're not coming? Okay, we'll come get you. Right? That, oh, yeah. So, you know, be careful. If you really show they not going to come up on you, they, hey, they, them niggas don't be outside. So I'm not worried about what they say. They tell me to come over, nigga. I ain't coming. Y'all don't be outside. Okay, we'll see who be outside or not. <laughs> so Congress like, oh, nigga, we outside. You not you not coming? You not, you not pulling up? Okay, we going to see. Now, the next thing uh, I want to teach y'all is this executive privilege. Now, uh, these phrase, I don't know if you be watching the news like I be watching the news. These these phrases are, 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 are coming up. That's why I figure like maybe let's take a time to let me tell you what this stuff means. So executive privilege has to do with the executive branch, right? Executive branch is the president, you know, everybody that works in his, in his crib. Now, there is an understanding that there's some stuff that like for real shouldn't be anybody else's business. Like the way we conducting things, we the way we, you know, you lock in with who you lock in with. Like, and in a lot of ways, that's just nobody's business. You know, if you talk to like, like some like real thorough niggas out, you know what I'm saying? That, that be outside that like really, really gangbang. A lot of the times they, they talk very vague. And then like, if, even if you understand the slang, like if you understand the lexicon, the lingo, like how, how dudes talk, it's still, they really haven't told you anything. I watched this interview with uh, Big U. Uh, he got a show called Checking In. I watched this interview with him and OT Genesis. And he was asking him about, like, you know, how you feel about, like, yo, when people come to the city, they're supposed to check in with you. And he was telling his story. And the way that the way that OT was talking, which is another sign that you, like, okay, he funny. He do the, like, the crip. Santa Claus, he be sea walking everywhere. He always smiling. He did the the Keisha Cole, Kah! like he funny, but but he's no joke, right? So the way that he discussed it, he was like, "Look, man, you know what I'm saying? You, you when you come in, it's like, look, man, I lock in with who I lock in with, and when I pull up to a city, man, I you know I know what it is. Like you know, I I I lock in with who I lock in with. You know what I'm saying? I I tap in. You know what I'm saying? And you know, let them." You know, like I just be besides that, man, I be like staying on my own. You know what I'm saying? Staying low. Just I lock in with who I lock in with. I move where I move. You know what I'm saying? Like and we we make our moves and we get out, you know? What the hell did you just say? Like I, 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 it's because it's none of your business. Look, and I guarantee you, Big U knew exactly what he was talking about. They, he understood everything. And he understood like, well, we're recording this stuff. So you I mean I'm going to tell you enough information that you need to know. 
He respected OT respects the OG enough to like answer because big you a OG. You respect him enough to like I'm gonna answer your question. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I'm gonna answer in a way. You know, to, 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 I'm not gonna incriminate myself, my nigga. <laughs> you don't like. You don't need to know. Like we just. You don't have to know. It's it's this is. <laughs> This is gangster to gangster privilege. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you ain't on set. You don't get to know what's happening. Like, I remember even in my own family, there's stuff they didn't tell me because I wasn't on the set. And I'm like, I'm related. And they're like, no, nah, you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, we finna, you know, just run around the corner, you know, real quick. Blah, 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 whoop, de whoop. You know what I'm saying? Yada, yada. We'll be right back. I'm like, oh, it's privileged. It's privileged information. So, executive privilege. Again, I'm reading from Cornell uh, Law School. It says executive privilege is the power of the president and other officials in the executive branch to withhold certain forms of confidential communication from the courts and the legislative branch. When executive privilege is invoked in litigation, the court should weigh its applicability by balancing the competing interests. The Constitution is silent. Follow me. Constitution ain't perfect. We're going to talk about that a little later, but at a later episode. But the Constitution is silent in executive power to withhold information from the courts or Congress. The privilege is rooted in the separation of powers doctrine that divided the power of the United States government into legislative, executive, and judicial branches. Are you following that? It's not like there's a law that says in the Constitution, A, this is called privilege. That's not there. Again, it's an implied thing, which is why, you know, strict constitutionalists are like, nigga, do you even understand the document you're reading? Because... It's shit that's not said in there. They nobody say that, right? I got to figure it out based on what is there. So how are you going to be a strict constitutionalist? Nigga, what, what, is, what is you talking about? Which gets into a whole conversation about uh, law theory and when we're getting Supreme Court justices. And then those dudes that testified in the impeachment trial for President Trump. Yeah, I should do a whole episode on that. Like the purists are like, look, they, the, it, this is a, fixed document. They said what they meant. Our job is to do what it says. Others are like, well, they didn't cover everything. So we have to interpret it and retool it for now. But that's a whole other convo. But it's rooted in a separation of powers, which means I have to understand that, like, you don't have the right to make me tell you something that I don't think I should tell you. Does that, does, does that make sense? It's a separation of powers. Like, you don't got the power because if the Congress couldn't make you tell, then it's like, oh, well, then you've got more power than me. But the way that the system of checks and balances works is like, well, if you could you can assert that that like, all right, nah, homie, hey, this is privileged information, man. I can't tell y'all. Then the Congress has to go, okay, or or whatever has to be like, or the courts have to be like, okay, dang, is that like, I mean, does this apply? Like, is that true? Or I mean, if our lives are in danger, then I get to be like, I don't know, homie, we could all die. You feel me? <laughs> like. You could, this could kill our democracy, my nigga. Like, so I think maybe you got to cough up some of this information. I'm just saying this is for the good of the nation, my homie. Like, I don't know if you could call this, but it sounded to me like you just don't want to snitch. That that sounds like it's a little different than, there's a difference between executive privilege and I'm just not trying to snitch. You you feel me? So you got to figure that out. Uh, You know, United States versus Nixon and the Watergate scandal. 
it established that even a president has a legal duty to provide evidence once communications with his aides when the information is relevant to a criminal case. You follow me that? You know, the Watergate scandal, Nixon. That's my Nixon. That situation was like, look, man, you 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 facing criminal charges here. And this shit is real. You can't you can't just always call. And that's one thing that old Trumpy don't get. Nigga, like you can't just you can't just claim executive privilege. Oh, everything, big dog. Like <laughs> you ain't do your homework, nigga. There's there is a moment where we can make you talk. Y'all ain't gonna do nothing, man. Come get me, okay? And then lastly, I want to talk to you about pleading the fifth. You know when somebody says or somebody when you hear in the Miranda rights, like you have the right to remain silent. That is a reference to the Fifth Amendment, which is a a an amendment that says. I have the right to not incriminate myself, right? That's what that's what you're saying is like, I'm going to plead this because if I were to answer this question, I am going to prove myself guilty. And I don't know if I'm ready to prove myself guilty. It's a cool like law, but it has a lot of implications. Now, when I say implications, I mean that it's implied. Now, old Trumpy was like, you know, when it was, when it wasn't his homies on the stand, he was like, why would you plead the fifth? If you got nothing to hide, it sounds to me like you're guilty. You trying not to, because you because it's about not incriminating yourself, right? Right? You know what I'm saying? So he's like, nah, if you plead the fifth, that means you're guilty. But it don't necessarily mean you're guilty. It just means, look, like, look, I'm not answering this question because it might make me seem guilty. But you can't answer the question. You can't. Like, that's not going to stand up in law in the court to just be like, well, I think because you didn't say nothing, that must mean this. No, it is your right as a citizen to be like, plead the fifth, cuz. Four, five, fifth. Something that uh, a gift Dave Chappelle gave us. Four, five, fifth. Anyway, fifth. So, yeah, you don't have to incriminate yourself. That's a great law to have. Now, let's talk about the homies. Take a break, though. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. 
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. All right, we back in the building, the back in his billions. Uh, so check it out. I'm talking about a couple people, but we're going to land mostly uh, Jeffrey Clark. First, I'm going to talk about your boy, Steve Bannon, who made it very clear who he was and what he's about. Steve Bannon said it with his whole chest. Okay, they asked that fool. And, and in a lot of ways, look, I mean, if you real out here, real recognize real, that man crazy, that man psycho, that man, that something wrong with that man. But he said it with his whole chest. They said, we want you to come testify. He said, I think your courts don't mean nothing. Number one. Number two, I'm invoking executive privilege. I was working for the president. And even if I wasn't, nigga, I ain't coming. I don't respect y'all at all. You ain't nobody. It's Steve Bannon's stance. Now, if you could see, if you could hear the smile in my face as I'm explaining this. Number one, the time for which they asking him to talk. You ain't work for the president then. Nigga, you was just at the crib. You was just over there. So you can't it you can't claim executive privilege, my nigga, if you ain't work for the president then. It don't work that way. Executive privilege covers dialogue and communication with his staff. You wasn't his staff no more. Nigga, it don't count. <laughs> so that that's dumb. And he was like, still like, nigga, I don't care. Whatever. I ain't coming. He said it would look. They was like, say it to my face. He said, I did. I ain't coming. And then, I mean, I respect it. I don't respect him, but I respect that. <laughs> I ain't coming. Your boy, Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows G'd up too. So he was the former chief of staff of President Trump. Not only did this nigga be like, I ain't coming. He also wanted to smoke. He like, yo, nigga, catch my fade. He's suing the, the, uh, the committee back and Nancy Pelosi. Personally, nigga, he... This nigga naming names. He like, look, y'all not finna, you know, enforce this subpoena. Nigga, I'm suing y'all. Come get me, cuz. Catch my fate. It's so great. He's suing him. He said he asking the federal court to block the enforcement of the subpoena committee issued as well as the subpoena it issued to uh, Verizon for his phone records. My nigga was like, look, take me to court, homie. I'm suing y'all. Y'all ain't got, this is none of y'all's business, right? The lawsuit comes after the committee signaled that it would pursue criminal contempt referral against Meadows because of his refusal to sit for a deposition in the investigation of the Capitol riot. Uh, He alleges that the subpoenas, the subpoenas, the subpoenas are overly broad and unduly burdensome while claiming that committee lacks lawful authority to seek and to obtain the information requested. He's like, nigga, y'all need to see my phone right. Look, I ain't telling y'all nothing. You, you, you out here wilding. They like, he like, look, man, y'all niggas want to know my draw size. Y'all trying to figure out like who I went to prom with. Cause like y'all doing way too much. <laughs> like, I, look, I'm not playing with none of y'all's right. 
your girl Liz Cheney, who is the vice chair for the Senate committee on the January 6th insurrection, she was like, I look forward to litigating this, which is white people speak for like, oh, I want to smoke. Nigga, come get this fade. Oh, word, you trying to get down? We could get down in. That's what she like. Look, let's roll. Right. She also noted that Meadows is refusing to answer questions about documents that he already turned over voluntarily. You trying to ask me questions. She like, what the hell is you talking about? You done already gave us these documents. We just trying to ask you questions about the documents you already gave us. Look. She said the committee has received a number of extremely interesting non-privileged documents from Mr. Meadows. These include text messages and emails from his private cell phone and private email account. He's produced these documents. They are not privileged. She said they include uh, documents that are directly related to what President Trump should have been doing on January 6th during the attack. And now he refusing to appear to answer questions about these non-privileged documents. The hell is you talking about privilege? Fool, we already looking at the paper. You done already turned over the paperwork. He like, I ain't talking. You can't make me talk about this. (laughs) These white people crazy, (laughs) y'all. Nigga, they done already got the document. You know when you watching the news, they showing a high-speed chase, and homie hop out the whip and he start running. Don't you think to yourself, the helicopter on you, homie. Where is you going? Nigga, they done already got you. They done done already got you. Look, (laughs) Meadows, listen, you already know they ain't going to, look, you going to be all right. But this, my man was like, nah, I want the smoke. Yes. Now, finally, I want to talk about Oh man, who's saying it with it, who they daring to say with his whole chest is Jeffrey Clark. Jeffrey Clark, why why I like this so much is because of the the theater of it all. He had a couple of depositions where they were just trying to ask him questions, get some of the stuff on record, understand what it is, and he kept asserting certain types of like executive privilege, different things like this that some applied, some didn't, right? Um, and they kept asking him, they kept asking. And then finally, he's just like, look, nigga, I'm done answering y'all's questions. I'm out. Right. And he walks away. He's like, we're done here. There's like, there's this, this certain interview with him where he was just like, listen, dog, I'm done answering y'all's questions. I'm rolling out. Why this is so interesting to me is because again, he used to, he was, he worked for the DOJ. Right. And so he kind of know really how to play this game with them. Right. So basically the panel was like, okay, we're going to give you one more chance to come and appear. Right. In light of this new letter that he sent to the committee stating that he intends to claim Fifth Amendment protection. They like, oh, word. Well, come say it with your whole chest. Don't be such a net banger. Oh, come say it to our face. We want to ask you the questions. Have you on camera Look us in the face and say, I plead the fifth. Even though he's saying, look, uh, look, I intend to, you know, I'm done answering questions and whatever I am going to answer my answer is I plead the fifth. And they're like, no, 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 no. That's not good enough. Come in here 
bring that same energy to our face in front of all these cameras. Let everybody see you say I'm pleading the fifth. They was like, say it with your chest. Little ass. <laughs> it's so funny to me. He say, listen, nigga, you need to come in here and tell us. I'm not accepting no letters. Come say it to us. Why is that important? Well, anybody from the hood know exactly why that's important. One is because I'm trying to see if you a punk or not. If you all school, if you a buster, if you a mork, you a mork and Mindy. Let me see if you got some heart. You can't hide behind these letters. I don't want to hear no, none of that I heard, none of that I heard what I told y'all, I tried to tell y'all, no, 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 no. Stand up like a man, look me in the face, and say what you said, say what you say what you said you was gonna say. Do what you said you was gonna do. Cause it don't count unless you can look me in the face. That's why I'm like, this listen, this this hood stuff. None of this I heard, you told me this, no. Now, if you know, if you really about that action, every if everybody about this, about that action, and even if you go in there, listen, even if you go in there, I'm switching to the street, even if you go in there and catch that fade, let me tell you what's going to happen. Whole hood will be like, well, you know what, though? He stood up like a man. He took his beating. Even if you get your, I mean, if they dog walk you, listen, we respect it because you wasn't, you wasn't hiding behind no keyboards, Twitter fingers, like, like Drake will say, you know what I'm saying? You, you this ain't Twitter fingers. You ain't hiding in the comment sections. Nah, homie. Let me come outside. You come outside, you throw them hands. And then fools wear you out. At least you threw hands. At least we respect the fact that you stood up in front of everybody and said what you had to say. Because if not, now, not only... Because then the court gets to be like, not only... If you don't come in here and just say what you said you was going to say, not only do we get to hold you in contempt and put you in the jail, and we get to call you a... Uh, you know what? I mean, I'm pausing for effect because you know what I'm saying. Look, I love this stuff. They 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 saying it like this. Listen, let's just say we have 45 questions. We're giving you one more chance to show you got a backbone. I want you to come in here and I want you to answer each of these questions. Either answer with that's privileged or I'm pleading the fifth. I want you to say it to our face. I'm going to give you one more chance. If not, we bring in the fade. And it seems like, okay, but he already said he pleading the fifth. But he's like, no, 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 no. I need you on record because I need to, we need to all watch you do this. Because we all know in the eyes of the public, if somebody plead the fifth, uh, so, if they do hold him in criminal contempt, it'll be the second person, him and Mark Meadows, uh, who would actually face serious like legal penalty. Like it's criminal. Like, like I said, it's a misdemeanor to not show up. Um, and like we said, Steve Bannon is also awaiting his trial, like we talked about before, because he's held in contempt. Right. Um, so if this goes down. I mean. What y'all think happened next? You think they're going to sit in jail? Or you think they're going to pull the Mark Meadows joint where they're just going to sue you? Think it's going to tie up in courts? What you think going to do? You think, I mean, what y'all think? Shit, I can't call it. These white people would be having some stuff under the, up under their sleeves. But if I was to use my antennas, my nigga, one thing I know, 
about these powerful folks in this system is you're not going to embarrass them. Good politics, y'all. Y'all, this mug was recorded and edited by me, Propaganda, right here in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles. Y'all can follow me at Prop Hip Hop on all the socials. You can follow the Hood Politics Pod itself at Hood Politics Pod, where we be trying to make takes on stuff that aren't really big enough for a whole episode, but definitely needs a little bit of clarity. This mug was scored, edited, mixed, and mastered by the one and only Headlights. Y'all go follow my dog, Matt Oswowski. I still don't know how to say his name. I'm glad he changed it to Headlights. Follow him on his socials at Headlights underscore music. Telling you here all these new other fly tracks this fool be making. And the theme music was done by the one and only Gold Tips, Gold Tips, DJ Sean P. And y'all remember, every time you check in, if you understand the hood, you could understand politics. Shouts to iHeartMedia for making this happen. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. 